Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three P's, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. Today, we have a incredibly special guest who is near and dear to my heart because he found us through the Profit First Nation podcast, and it is Steve Graff of Green Monkey Promotions. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Danielle. Thanks for having me. Steve and I met uh, really like almost a year ago to us recording this episode. So on December 8th, 2020, Steve opted in, went to the Profit First Nation website to uh, get a resource and download it. And um, there's a question on the form there that says, how can your Profit First guide, Danielle Mulvey, better serve you? And Steve's response was, Use this program to come back from the edge of the abyss of debt, no profit, and no owner's comp. And when these forms come in, they they hit my email and I look at them. And to be honest, most people don't answer that question. And uh, so when I saw Steve answer that question, I immediately um, sent him an email and said, hey, you know, I'm here to help. Let's, uh, let's, let's connect. And what was your response when you got that email, Mr. Steve? I was a bit shocked that there was actually a real person at the end of that and pleasantly surprised, to say the least. So we connected and we we talked, um, like, I think within the next day or so and kind of, you know, talked about what was going on. And first of all, I guess, how did you hear about Profit First and, and, and the book and the concept? Okay, so I have a, a, a very close friend who's also a a business owner here in my town. I've known him 20 plus years. Um, and we were, uh, I guess we were at lunch one day and he reached into his little bag and he pulled this book out and he said, here, read this. And, uh, it was a matter of timing as most things in life are. And he hit me at exactly the right time where I needed something. Um, and he, it turned out he had exactly what I was looking for. That's awesome. And so then we we talked a bit about your business. You read the book, found the podcast, and seemed to like want to dive right in and not delay implementation. I didn't look. I was at a a point in my business where the the 
the key descriptive term for my business at that point in time was desperation. Um, there was very little going right and a whole lot going wrong. And when I opened that book, I was really, I, I, I laugh about it looking back on it because when I opened the book and started reading the intro, it was Mike McCallowitz poking me in the forehead over and over and over with every sentence. Um, it was like he had interviewed me for months on end and then decided to write a book to me. So it, it was just perfect for what I needed at that point in time. What do you think was like some of the points that he was, you know, poking you in the forehead about? Um, it, it, I guess that I guess it was the overall feeling of being completely out of control, not managing uh, the money coming in, the cash flows going out. And every sentence in that intro was, if you are this guy, you can't get a hold of your bank accounts, you you get money in and then you just automatically spend all the money going out. You're not paying yourself anything. Uh, the business is not moving forward. You have no cash reserves. Uh, Armageddon is upon us and the world is coming to an end. And that's basically where I was when I read the book. Uh, and it it hit it hit really close to home. And so you dove in and just went at it. Um, unfortunately, I don't remember the questions. I you know I mean we did have a good conversation. We talked about you know what what you were going to do maybe differently in your business. Um, we talked about definitely raising prices, right? We did. Before we ever spoke, I had opened the five or six accounts, had that all completely set up. And, and was trying to figure my allocations for each one and get, and get that at least started. Um, I had done the assessment a couple of times. It came out different every time I did it, which was kind of weird. But that was me. That was my inputs being different each time. Um, and so I had all those. And so the focus for me initially was um, increase margin, cut expenses. And that's really where I hammered my focus the first, well, month. I mean, it was months, right. month, two, three, four. I stayed pretty focused on that whole aspect of the plan to in the increase the profitability side of it. Yeah. So I think that falls on some people um, in terms of they, they don't get that aspect. You know, the key to profitability is increasing your margin and or decreasing your expenses. And ideally, both of those go hand in hand. And that really is, you know, how you start to to dial up your profitability. So um, you sent an incredible update via email um, on January 27th. And um, if you wouldn't mind reading that. Okay, I don't normally share this kind of stuff, but I felt compelled to let the two of you know what's happening. When I found Profit First about two months ago, I was in a state of desperation, depression, and hopelessness. Way too much debt, hadn't drawn a paycheck in months, three months behind paying sales taxes, sales way down, life sucked. At the recommendation of a good friend, I read the book in one sitting. Holy shit, Mike, it's like you were sitting in my office talking directly to me, poking me in the chest and in the forehead over and over, telling me what a dumbass I'd been and showing me a way to fix it. 
I immediately set up all the necessary accounts and got to work. My first several allocations, and I allocate on Fridays, were comical. They were so small that I actually chuckled out loud several times while making them. Then something started happening. Account balances were growing into numbers that I didn't chuckle at. Taxes got completely paid and current. Vendor payments started going out in a timely fashion, and sales started picking up. Holy shit, Batman. This crazy-ass plan is actually working. But, and here's the best part, all of these machinations started giving me hope. That, my friend, is a powerful thing that affects everything around me. My work, my attitude, my sleep, the added pep in my step, everything. Now, I'm finished January with an all-time monthly sales record for my company since opening over five years ago. Margins are higher than they've ever been, and I've wiped out about 30% of the bullshit expenses I had every month, most of which were owner's piggy bank stuff. If either of you walked in my office right now, I'd give you a giant bear hug and a big wet kiss. You have quite literally saved my life. I'm not out of the woods yet, but the light at the end of the tunnel is no longer a freight train coming at me, but instead the path to a sustainable, profitable, and legacy business that will become what I had dreamed of. I could never thank you enough, but I will keep trying. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and my wallet. Well, we'll call it even with you appearing on this podcast today. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. You guys, I mean, this is what can happen when you take action. It, it's not going to take a year. It's how quickly can you get it implemented and how quickly can you start dialing in, increasing the margin and dialing down the expenses by decreasing those expenses. And Steve, you are definitely the poster child because we've kept in touch. And um, tell us, you know, that was January last year. That was like two months after implementing Profit First that you were already starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel and hope and, and getting the business really on the path to permanent profitability. What has transpired since then? Actually, quite a bit. So I had at that point in time set an all-time new record in sales for the month of January. Um, I will tell you that I beat that month uh, one, two, three, four, and tracking five. So I've set five more new records <laughs> in a year since then. In awesome. the year, awesome. Um, my end of year is actually. Um, tracking, and it should end up uh, at about 115% above my previous best year. Wow. So it, it's been phenomenal. We have identified, well, you and I had talked earlier in the year, I have a, a different revenue stream working on company stores and online marketplaces for my clients. And that has evolved into a totally new revenue stream we're developing right now, doing automated gifting programs for my clients. Oh, awesome. All tied into the same core business. Uh, and I've done, a, I did an event a couple of weeks ago, um, had about 200 potential prospects at this event. I was there for three days and now my phone has been ringing all day, every day with these people ready to put stuff together. So it's, it's just gone insane. Um, Sleep is is few and far between right now, but it's kind of a make hay while the sun's shining, and I'm I'm 
just riding the horse as fast as I can. Well, that's awesome. So, you know, I think a couple of things. So when we talked a year ago, um, you know, I put out a challenge to you, I think, because we talked about at the time, you know, what you felt was your, you know, ideal niche client. And we said, okay, let's get 10 of these type of clients by March. And you accepted the challenge. But then after we got off the phone and, and you started working things and stuff, you actually found a more ideal niche that would give you you know, higher volume of business. So you switched to, to that niche, but you did f- continue to focus on the niching, right? Um, in specific industries. I did. In fact, I, I stayed within that same niche, yeah. which was the online web stores for my clients. I just switched to the primary industry I was focused on. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it, I have met the 10, I didn't meet it by March, but I have met the 10 web stores, and I've exceeded that at this point, um, with more being developed right now as we speak. So um, it it was, and I'll tell you, Daniel, the big key there was um, I sat down and I did a really in-depth analysis of who my best customers were. Mm -hmm. And I had to come to grips with truly my best clients may not have been the ones I liked the most. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And I kind of had to come to grips with that and discovered that there's a couple of them that are still good clients. Mm -hmm. And I really like them. I love them to death. They're great friends and clients all at the same time. But by the numbers, if I were to replicate clients, they were not the ones I would have picked. Okay. So I had to come to grips with that and and, and build a whole new list of who are my best, most profitable, least maintenance type clients for my business. Oh, least maintenance, least maintenance. Did you hear that, Profit First Nation? That is the key to scaling, right? <laughs> low maintenance. I love that part of it. Nothing better than than low maintenance clients who are still happy and, and right. doing good business with us. Yeah. So... Um, and then I think brilliant too, and I, I find this to be a key to the most successful individuals who really have taken and implemented profit first and then are just, you know, like speeding down that path of permanent profitability. And that is once you've got your ideal customers dialed in and you're scaling your business based off of those low maintenance customers, then you found something else to give them an additional revenue stream for you and an additional value and service for them in the gifting business, which I think is absolutely freaking brilliant. Um, When did that kind of come about and what what was your aha on that one? How about that came about now? Um, We are, this was a couple of weeks ago and at this event with these couple of hundred prospects that, that, they were there for a continuing education three-day window, and I was invited to come speak to them um, and and have some activities with them, do that kind of thing. And it was, Danielle, it was really kind of funny because I was asked, can you set up an automated gifting program that we can use with our prospects uh, and with our clients that we typically deal with? And I, maybe I'm just, pretty normal for an entrepreneur, but I immediately smiled real big and said, absolutely, not a problem. And really at that point in time, 
I had more, just barely more than a vague notion of what I was saying. And so I, I've spent the last couple of weeks um, dark to dark studying, researching, interviewing people, talking to people, setting it up, working on the back end automated systems with a couple of tech guys that I that I use regularly. Uh, and we're we're pretty close to ready to launch uh, with our first official client automating the entire gifting process for them. So, wow, you are making hay all the time. You have to. So um, I'm going to read just a couple of highlights. I'm not going to give too much detail. But then um, in March, um, so we got the January update that you at the end of January update that you read. Then at the end of March, um, you shared, um, you know, how your owner's comp um, went from 25 to 30 percent when it really was started at zero. It did. Um, <laughs> and how you cut down operating expenses. And then, um, you know, you said over the last 45 days, so from January to the end of March, you um, paid down $7,000 in debt. You brought your vendor payables down to almost half of what it was. And all of your vendor payables were current and within net 30, which was awesome. And I oh, bet yeah. a huge stress relief. Uh, that was, uh, it made going to bed at night a lot easier. Um, I didn't wake up five or six times a night in a panic. And, and the worst was if I got an order in from a client knowing I was going to have to send it to a particular vendor that I owed money to. Mm-hmm. And those are always the worst. And now, and as of since March, basically, I, I don't have those worries anymore. Um, everybody's caught up. Debt's gone. Everybody's taken care of and happy. And we're rolling along smooth as silk. That is amazing. Um, and so then we, like, I would definitely try to ping you, um, like, towards the end or around every quarter. But then um, we connected again on November 12th, and you said, um, bottom line, uh, I'm still a hardcore profit-first practitioner, and that you are, my friend. Um, and you have sent several profit-first books to friends who are starting yes, businesses. So thank you so much. That is the number one way that people learn about profit-first is from kind friends like you. But it says, it's been a full year, and here's the highlights of what has happened. Um, started with zero in the bank, seventy thousand in revolving debt, and you know modest monthly sales. And so, in the last twelve months since we started Profit First, here's where we are: fifty thousand of the debt is paid off. You have more than doubled your monthly sales on average. Um, your cash on hand is very healthy, and it's on hand and in those accounts. And you're tracking to hit um, an all-time record, as you mentioned, for this year by 115% yep. versus your best year ever. Yep. Um, and then you keep adding those those client company stores. You you set a goal, you accepted a challenge, and you have hit that challenge um, because that was really kind of reverse engineering your business, right? Understanding how many clients you needed to to have for that sweet spot. And then going out and just banging it out until you could hit that number on that, right? Well, it, yes, all of that is true. And and it really, Profit First, in addition to the cash management side of it that has been absolutely crucial in saving. I, I was fixing to say growing, but I'm going to say saving my business um, and now moving into growth and, and scaling it. it. It also 
and this is a bit humiliating, it also taught me how much I really don't know. And I've, in addition to the financial side of things, I've been on just this hardcore educational push with a number of books that I've read. Of course, all of Mike's. I mean, if it, mm-hmm. if it was Mike's book, I read the thing. I've got it <laughs> sitting here on the desk and given out several, uh, but quite a few others too in different categories and different different topics. And every time I read one and learn something new about business or operating in a business, any of those topics, even learning that much more once again, I realize again how much I don't know. And, and it's turned into just a constant mission to, to learn more, to read more, to apply these lessons in my own business where they fit. And apply you have. I mean, I think that's really, really important too. And clearly, you know, I mean, is it fair to say that your head was sort of buried in the sand when it came to the numbers and the financials of your business? Oh my gosh, yes. What numbers? (laughs) What are you talking about? Numbers? What are those? Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely playing the ostrich on those. And you you plucked your head out of the sand and now it sounds like you love your numbers in your business. Um, after a bit, I really did. Um, I think I, the first time I pulled my head out of the sand and looked, it, it really scared and shocked me as to where it had gotten. Mm-hmm. And then I just forced myself to keep digging into them and looking at them on a regular basis. Um, I have a very close, intimate relationship with, with my numbers now. Uh, we understand each other quite well. Uh, and and I'm I'm constantly trying to tweak, uh, watching expenses, checking my margins, uh, knowing that if I have to give up a little margin here, I know I can make it up over here to get my averages where they need to be. Uh, so I've gone from totally ignoring the numbers, basically because I didn't understand them, to being in complete control of those numbers now. That's amazing, and I mean that is a big key and a big secret. You've got to love your numbers, and when you love your numbers, and and you're you're on you're on a good good playing field with your numbers, they will love you back, right? That is true. They do indeed. So, um, do you have any um, other sort of tips or advice or words of inspiration to your fellow Profit First Nation peeps? Two things: but one one don't and one do. Don't avoid what the book says to do with establishing the accounts. Setting up spreadsheets to substitute for it will not work. The, the level of commitment is not there. So, so set up the accounts, do it the way the book says to do it. That's the don't. Now the do is find a coach. The second most important thing I did, first being implementing profit first, the second most was I hooked up with a coach and that has been phenomenal, if for nothing more than education and accountability on what I do every week in my business. Yeah, I'm sure the accountability has been has been a big part and and the education too. Um, so that you you've heard it, you've heard it from someone who has completely gone on the path to permanent profitability and has completely transformed their business like no one else. 
and is, you know, an example of, oh my gosh, if you guys email me, Mike and or I actually respond. <laughs> respond <laughs> that is back. True. I, I I think I remember like when you you're like at first you thought it was kind of creepy or whatever that I was like, oh, sure, we can do a Zoom. And then you're like, oh, I like, who cares? I, I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to do it. And so you, so, so we ended up connecting and stuff. So, you know, I have emailed some of you after you've sent in something and then I, I get no response back. So hopefully uh, this warms you up to the idea that uh, we can connect. <laughs> we, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a one-way street of you listening to the podcast um, I am, I'm thrilled and happy to talk to you guys and, um, and support you and just, um, help you along this path to permanent profitability. So Steve, you have just been such an inspiration. Um, like, you know, this podcast is not easy to do every week. Um, sometimes it's easier than others. Uh, but you know, I, like you've been so supportive of it. You've been so supportive of me and um, this makes it all worth it that we've been able to connect and that you have been so open and willing to share your profit first journey. And um, I'm, you're just a rock star. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. And, and all of that goes right back at you because you guys have been instrumental, not just on the reading the book and learning the lessons, but on the personal side of things, because there is a person at the other end of that Zoom um, the, the other, the other side of Mike's books, there's actually a person. Um, and I've spoken to Mike on an occasion and, and I've had several conversations with you over the last year, including emails. And it has, it has made a difference in the emotional side of this journey, knowing that there's a real human there. Yeah. It's, 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 it's lonely <laughs> being an entrepreneur for it sure. Is. Um, and, you know, remember, there's Mike, there's me, and there are the rest of the fellow Profit First professional certified bookkeepers, accountants, and coaches who have the heart of a teacher and who are ready to serve you and your business with their certified Profit First knowledge, skills, and experience. So if you would like to connect with a fellow certified Profit First professional, then visit ProfitFirstNation.com and click on connect. And then, um, of course, also when you click on connect, you have the option of sending an email to me. Um, and I'd be happy to, to connect with you directly that way as well. So thank you so much and cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friends. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. 